Are you a copywriter looking to take your next steps toward consistent lead generation? Well, look no further because in this unfiltered and raw coaching session, we dive into the world of long-term strategies, client connections, and lead generation that attracts ideal seasoned clients. So brace yourself for an episode packed with advice that led Andrea to a moment of clarity. And whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, I think it can help you get there too. Welcome to the Freedom Found Podcast, the podcast for copywriters and marketers with unruly against the grain life goals. I'm Crystal Church, copywriter and coach, and together we'll delve deep into everything it takes to grow a profitable, scalable, and fulfilling business from the ground up. Whether you're just starting out or about to hit your next big milestone, I'm bringing you the truth on both the trending and the timeless business growth strategies so you can live out a freedom first, impactful life. Welcome to our community. Andrea, I'm so excited to chat with you today. Could you please introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you and what you do, and then we'll move into a juicy question. Sure. So I am a website copywriter, and I mostly write for wedding creatives. So photographers, florists, anyone in the wedding industry. And I started out doing websites about a year ago and was interested in working with quote-unquote creative entrepreneurs. But I'm a bit of a scatterbrain when it comes to marketing. And I'm finding that I really need to niche down to market appropriately because Mm -hmm. the more niched I am, the more like clarity I have and the better ideas I have and that sort of thing. So I'm kind of heading in the direction of strictly working with wedding pros at this point in time. Great. I'm so glad you've brought this up already. You've hinted at some questions around marketing. This is something that's been coming up for a lot of copywriters I've been talking to. So what's on your mind? You can both ask me the burning question nagging at you, but also give us a little information on what you've tried that hasn't worked or where you're showing up at the moment. So I'm showing up in a couple of places. I've had quite a bit of success getting on podcasts, which is fun and I really enjoy it, but it's kind of a long-term strategy, right? Like Podcasts are amazing, but you also might get a lead from them two years down the road or something like that. And I am doing some in-person networking, but again, that's like something that takes time. You know, I can't magic invent into existence two, two weeks from now and fill it with ideal clients. Where I really get stuck is social media. I know my people are on Instagram because that's where they find all their clients and they're not, some of them are on TikTok, but they're not really doing multiple platforms. Like, I'm not going to get wedding pro clients on LinkedIn. It's yeah. not going to happen. Um, so my struggle is one, finding a balance between Instagram and maybe actually doing some pitching and whether pitching is a good mm-hmm. idea with this client base. And two, to learning to live with Instagram because it's not my favorite platform, but I know ultimately I need to be on there and I need to find like a work-life balance that works for me and an approach that works for me. Okay. So can you first clarify for me a little bit more about the vendors that you're working with? I know they're more established and higher end, not at the extreme luxury end, but are they primarily entrepreneurs in and of themselves, like planners and photographers, or are some of them more so like perhaps catering companies, et cetera? Some of both, they more tend to be like solopreneurs or people with small teams right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I actually find that I'm booking a lot of clients is the person who's growing their team. So they started out, they are really successful as a solopreneur. And now they're adding, like I had a client add two or three associate photographers and she has a VA now. So she's building a team. And those are the people I'm working with now. I will say that I'm also shifting a little bit as I narrow down who I'm marketing to. 
I'm moving even a little bit further along in the game. So I want to be with people who are pretty well established by now and charging fairly high prices just, you know, to deal with my pricing, Perfect. Um, you know, to hit the, the perfect balance. Yeah. And that's great because now you've refined your ICA and offers and experience and skills over time. So it it just meshes together perfectly. All right. The first thing I want to touch on here is the idea of Instagram. And I'm going to throw this out here and say, what would happen if you weren't on Instagram? Just because I've heard you say, you know, the love-hate relationship and not necessarily feeling like you want to be on the platform. What makes you feel like you have to be? I, that's a great question. I just feel like I have to maintain a presence on there. Like I do feel like people kind of check to see if you're alive sort of deal. Um, and I do get like a good response to the content that I share. I've connected with people and I have had some positive relationships and some leads, but if I weren't on Instagram, I think I'd probably focus more of my efforts on my website and my blog, which I think ultimately Mm -hmm. will pay off in the long run. It's just a longer game. It absolutely is. And one of the things I talk to my clients all the time about is having both short-term and long-term legion strategies. So in the short term, well, Instagram can be that, but it can also be long-term as well as you build rapport and audience and connections with people. But in the short term, you can have an avenue where you're connecting with them. You mentioned pitching earlier, so we can kind of chat about that. It could be Instagram or a merge of the two. And then long game, potentially like SEO, your site and blog, which I mean, I can imagine most of your ICA also are heavy on Pinterest, which would be a really great traffic Mm -hmm. source for you. Are Mm -hmm. you doing anything on that front at the moment with your blogs? Not yet. I've been starting, I'm kind of trying to gather a few good blog posts, like get to a certain, like a kind of a critical mass, a tipping point, and then start exploring Pinterest. Because if I put another shiny object on my plate, like, you know how it goes, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I do think that you should definitely keep that as a long-term strategy when you Mm -hmm. nail down the shorter term. Okay. Now it's time to move on and say of creating this content, then let's get that over there. I think your ICA Mm -hmm. like eat that up on Pinterest. In terms of short term, I ask about Instagram because a lot of online entrepreneurs feel like they have to be there because that's, uh, I would say, maybe the core of a lot of industries in the online space. Um, A Mm -hmm. lot of times that's where people end up finding out that you can even do these things online and get clients. But I also want to illustrate the point that there are lots of different places and ways that you can connect with clients if you don't want to be on there. Or you can have this nice balance potentially where you have that as your business card. So people can come that you see that you're alive and what you do, but you're just funneling them into either your email list or some other avenue where you'd like to connect with them, whether that's even directly onto a call or an application form or something of that manner. You could have like a one-stop shop Instagram page if you don't want to be like churn and burning content all the time where you've got your nine grid and it's like, start here, you know, for wedding vendors, this is what I do. Here are some client results. This is your next step. This is how I can help you. So that's an option. Just so you know, if you are interested in doing the content game on Instagram, then that's where your like primary energy should be going and you should be mastering and honing in to one primary channel right now until you feel like you've got that going and you can either pass it off to somebody else on your team or then have that automated enough that then you can move on and focus on longer term strategies as well. Do either one of those, the shorter or let's say longer term commitment on Instagram kind of pique your interest? Yeah, realistically, I need to promo stuff on there too, because I participate in like summits and that sort of thing. So while I love the Mm -hmm. idea of a nine grid, I think that I'm probably stuck with it. And I think I just need to find a cadence that works for me. And like, 
And like I said, I do feel like narrowing down my niche helps me a little bit with creating marketing ideas because it's like when I'm trying to market, like I love any creative people. And if tomorrow an interior designer came to me and said, listen, I know you do wedding stuff, but I want to work with you. I'd be like, yeah, sure. Like it's fine. But when it comes to marketing, I really need to just focus on that one group of people. And so I think that will help me on Instagram. You know, you have all this clarity come to you. So yeah, I do think I need to keep playing the content game on Instagram and probably just focus on that for a little bit. And then in the background, I can still take time to be working on my blog and that sort of thing. And I do find if I work on my blog, that content, I can trickle it down and kind of repurpose it for Instagram. Yeah. I mean, and you can even, I don't know if you've gotten into using AI, but you can even train your chat GPT to take your blog posts and cut them into Instagram posts for you. I really um, need to be doing that. Yeah. Absolutely. I need like a, yeah, I need a robot assistant to do that for me. Yes. Yes. And it exists. And there's lots of other platforms out there too, like specifically for blog content, AI support, you know, going into social posts. So you can explore that. Because I know shiny object is real. Like I would give yourself just a time limit and say, I'm going to decide like what tool I'm going to use to help with this in this amount of time. Keep it super short. Give yourself one hour to research and then say, this is what I'm going to go with and then start creating a lasting routine. So this is going to come down a lot to repurposing so that it's sustainable for you. And I know in my personal experience and with a lot of clients that I've worked with, it's like, if you don't have a repurposing routine, it's really hard and it becomes probably the number one reason that I see content creators and copywriters creating content for their businesses drop off of that train is because it just is unsustainable. So my biggest advice to you is blinders up. Like let's get rid of all shiny objects. Let's say your number one priority right now is growing your client base and your content via Instagram, instead of just putting out, and I haven't done an audit of your profile and the content you've been putting out. So I'm just going to say this without knowing anything about that at the moment, without going into it as I just want to post every day, or I want to put something out there and just ensure that it's active. I would actually take a step back and say, what is it I want people to think, feel, and see when they interact with my brand? Start with those as like big journal questions and then let the content come from that and say, okay, if I want people to feel like I'm an authority, I'm experienced, I know their industry and their niche, how can I then give them content that both showcases that and makes them feel seen, heard, understood? And then of course you can bring in your copywriter hat and your voice of customer research and all of that to actually create and craft the content. But the blinders up is the biggest thing here. There's like so many people just don't even sit down to do the first hour, let alone the 10th hour, let alone the mm-hmm. 50th hour of something. But you acknowledging already that you're like, yes, I want to do this. And I know that I just need to do the work and put in the time means that you can get from hour one, which might be painful to hour 10 to hour 50. Hour 50 sounds good. Let's do it. Yes, exactly. And then it's a routine and you're like, I've done this. And now you've got content that, that will inform your upcoming content. So Uh you'll see, okay, what's hitting, what's resonating with people and be able to move on from there. One other thing that did pop into my mind, I think could be really great, especially with your niche and industry is if you considered creating some rooms to bring your vendors, ideal clients into just to create relationships with people, just to establish Uh yourself in that industry even more. So for example, if you looked at the event that I did last week, it's like, okay, I'm getting together peers of mine and we're doing something together in the copywriter collection. 
you could do something like that, but getting mm-hmm. together your ideal client and saying, bringing together different wedding vendors for like maybe the like educational summit for other wedding vendors, like, Hey, best practices for A, B, and C under different categories. There are a lot of different ways that you can just start to network, create relationships, and then build your authority and visibility in that zone. So that will then aid back on Instagram. People recognize you and then their audiences can feed into yours. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think that's definitely, I love networking, actually. It, I mean, networking isn't networking, right? It's just talking to people. But like, yeah. yeah. And so that's that's something I like. And I, I like the copywriter collection that you did because it was not huge. It wasn't, mm-hmm. here's 50 things. It was like very focused. And so that, and that sounds manageable to me in a way yeah. that like organize a summit with 50 people and live sessions and all that. So yes, I appreciate exactly. that idea. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, even just doing that, like regardless, like I went in doing that and put this together for everybody without any ask back, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm doing this and, you know, I want to bring people together for all of our audiences to be able to support them. And also I just love collaborating with and connecting with other copywriters. And then it puts you in a position later to have this connection. And, you know, some of the feedback that we've gotten has been like, Hey, this is like the most organized event that I've been a part of and collaborated in. If you ever need anything from me, it's a yes. You don't even need to ask. So doing things like that then puts you in a position of just knowing and having that like connection already. So you Mm -hmm. never know where that's going to go down the line. Perfect. That's awesome. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for being a part of this growing community. If you enjoyed listening to this free episode, the most impactful thing you can help us do is head over to leave a review or forward this episode to a copywriter or entrepreneur friend who you know would head not along to today's conversation and use the key takeaways to create more growth in their own business. Thank you for your support and catch you next time.